Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Picked up by Garland. Head fakes, drives to the lake. Gobert swatted it. Conley, three from the right side. Swish, Mike Conley. No, offensive rebound, Gobert. Spins back the lane, goes to the rack, and absolutely packed it with a left hand of viciousness. And the Jazz lead at 109-106. Garland shakes it. Pull up mid-ranger, good. Eight seconds left, Garland resets with seven. Jazz by one. Garland dancing, fires, long three, no good. Rebound tipped around at the rim. Horn sounds, Jazz win. The Utah Jazz used defense at the end. Cavaliers can't score in the final minute. Can't score in their final three shots. And the Jazz get out of Cleveland with the 109-108 win. Defense PK at the end of the game. Actually, I think they stayed in Cleveland. They're leaving today. They don't play till Wednesday. They will still get out with a win. <laughs> I, I chose to leave. I mean, get out. I mean, like, that's just a negative connotation. And I don't appreciate that being, uh, you know, having a fond spot for Cleveland in my heart. But, yeah, it was, it was a fun game. And a lot of back and forth. A lot of 15-0 run by Cleveland. Yeah. When the Jazz looked like they had it in control. A little more, a little less than midway through the fourth quarter. But Cleveland's a young, exciting team, man. Garland and Mobley, Allen, and they got a little bit of a bright future, at least to be competitive. We'll see how far they can take it in the coming years. But for now, if I'm a Cleveland fan, I I would enjoy watching that team. And the Gobert was just so dominant defensively. Oh, my gosh, man. And then he had the the new shot, the Sky Jam. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I like it. The bench clearly liked it. Yeah. I think Jazz fans everywhere liked it. One point He's a game. seven-footer. Yeah, that's where he can do it. <laughs> he grabs an offensive <laughs> rebound, spins, and just throws that thing down. The Sky Jam. Yeah, it was awesome. No doubt about it, man. And just so much space he covers. I mean, he obviously covers the basket, but he can get a little on the perimeter, and you can see folks thinking, uh-uh, ain't going there. <laughs> and just so impressive defensively. And, and that he wants to do that defensively. He knows... He knows where his bread's buttered, and it's on that end. And he's got to contribute offensively, and he you know, he's trying and to do that. And a lot of it is dependent upon his teammates setting him up. You know, he's not going to be able to get the ball and do a whole lot individually. Uh, and Conley's very good at lobbing and all that stuff to him. But, yeah, I was so impressed with him defensively and how he can really, really make a difference. And, and it doesn't necessarily show up in box scores, but it shows up in the win column. 20 rebounds. That's uh, at least his third 20-rebound game, and they won all of them. And he had the five blocks as well, and how many more shots he altered. And, and as you point out, just people just didn't even want to try other times. Nope, not doing it. Jazz shoot the three pretty well. 42% on 48 three-pointers, a huge number, but playing for three instead of two, and all that stuff adds up, and a one-point win. So... They start the road trip with a victory in Cleveland, and Cleveland has been horrible the last three years, but as you point out, they are better this year. they got a winning record and sixth in the East, so that's a, uh, a good win over, uh, over Cleveland to start the road trip. And they don't play again until Wednesday. The Timberwolves in Minnesota.
DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Jazz will play the Wizards at the end of this road trip. The Raptors beat them 102-90. Pascal Siakam, 31 points in that victory. And the Rockets, a rare win. They beat the Pelicans 118-108. to Houston now 7-16, and they put together a win streak here after that terrible start. They've actually won six in a row now. So The Rockets pick it up steam. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Utes get a Pac-12 win. They beat Cal at home Sunday afternoon, 66-58. Booth Gotch leading the way with 19 points. The Utes were down at halftime, but came out of the locker room on a run. Took the lead, and uh, they also defended the, the Bears. No buckets in the last four minutes, only some free throws. So the Jazz get the win, or the Jazz. The Utes get the win over Cal, who isn't very good, but... There's a few not very good teams. There's a chance to win some games and get towards the middle of the league, and they take care of Cal at home. Yeah, you'll have to help me on that. I didn't pay attention. BYU beat Missouri State Saturday, 74-68. You pay attention to that one? There's a lot of football going on Saturday. Nope. Barcelo went for 21 in that win. Saw the score. Weaver State stays undefeated. They are 8-0 after beating Portland State. And Southern Utah, like Weaver State, 2-0 in the Big Sky after beating Idaho 81-75. They were picked to be 1-2 in the Big Sky, and they're both off to 2-0 starts. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. NFL, most of the big dogs won yesterday. The Chiefs have got a win streak going. They have won five in a row after beating the Broncos in the primetime game. The Lions finally got a win, winning on the last play of the game, their first win of the season. Kyler Murray is back and looking good for Arizona. Best record in the NFL, 33-22. He threw for a couple scores and ran for a couple scores. How come they're at my Cardinals now? Because they won. You just get when they lose. <laughs> it's total front running in reverse. By you. Yes. Do you want to be your Cardinals? They can be your Cardinals. They can be my heroes. Could be heroes for the whole state of Arizona the way they're playing. We'll see if they keep this going. Ten and two and one of the two losses was without Murray, so they are having a great season so far. Steelers have been up and down. They win an exciting game. Baltimore scores right at the end of the game, decides to go for two with just seconds left. Ball off the receiver's hands, hits the ground. That's the ball game. The Steelers improved to 6-5-1. And, and the Ravens, one of the few big dogs to lose yesterday. They are now 8-4. and four. Every division leader in the AFC is 8-4. and four. four teams all tied for the best record, although that can change tonight. If the Patriots win, they'll improve to 9-4. and four. They are at the Bills tonight. Good Monday night football game with those two. Separated by a half game at the top of the AFC East. Stats were a little better for uh, Zach Wilson. He threw a couple touchdown passes and ran one in. But the Jets couldn't convert any extra points, and the defense couldn't get stops, and the Eagles beat the Jets 33-18. And Tom Brady, four touchdowns. TB12 looking good. Did throw a pick six. I guess that would be a fifth touchdown. Bucks beat the Falcons 30-17. They are 9-3. They stay just a game behind. 
The Cardinals in the race for the best record in the NFL. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah. You are back from Las Vegas, PK, where the Utes dominate Oregon in a strikingly similar fashion to the way they did two weeks ago. Up big at halftime, and they cruise to the victory. How electric was it inside the building? Looked pretty good on TV. Oh, yeah. It was really cool, man. Especially where I sat, you know, the press box side, which was the Oregon side. And that's where the Oregon fans are right below. And you couldn't really see them because they're down below you. You have to lean over practically. So the point being, the other three sides of the stadium, the two end zones and the Utah side, was just dominantly red. I mean, they announced a crowd of 56,000, and you would think that it would be at least 45,000 of it that was red. Uh, And then, of course, a lot of Oregon fans took off at the end of the third quarter. And uh, it was just absolutely, it was a home game, and it was just a glorious crowning achievement. I mean, the Rose Bowl is the best bowl game you can go to. It's, it's, It's inarguable. And they're going. It's the best game that you can earn your way in. The other stuff, I mean, the play, they, they vote you. You got to get voted in. You didn't have any votes. You didn't need any freaking people deciding some boardroom. No, it's decided on the field. We kick your A once, we kick your A twice. And that's exactly what it is. It's the best bowl that you can earn. It's without question the best bowl that you can earn. And they earned it, they dominated. And in the drama around Cristobal, I mean, reading this morning, you know, he's got an $85 million off. He went four and three last year. What makes this guy? And and Phil Knight, you don't want to piss off Phil Knight. This is, this is college sports we're talking about, people. And I don't want to piss him off. He's 83 years old, but I don't want to piss him off. And now can, can Cristobal come back? Because he's upset. Phil Knight, who's donated and given over $1 billion. Let that sink in. It is so sweet to see Oregon get it handed to them. Again. It couldn't be sweeter. Any team. And it so happens to be the Utes. Good on them. And a lot of people, they they, they got at me. Did you get in your full frontal? Yes, I did. I said I was going to give Whittingham a full frontal hug. And I did. On the field. I said I was going to do that. The only issue was it was not Kyle. It was Freddie. (laughs) It was a Whittingham. I couldn't get to Freddie. Or I couldn't get to Kyle. It was, they had a little cardened off, and he got near it, the little old dudes. Get out! Get back! Get back! Not that I didn't try, but I saw several people try. I mean, I didn't need to be right there, but I was behind the little area. And where Freddie, Freddie was very emotional, man. Looked like he was crying with his kids, and then he looked at me, and ah! And I was, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had an official um, introduction. He introduced himself and shook my hand. Two? Ben Seckler. Oh, there it is! <laughs> spoke with him for a couple of seconds there. <laughs> uh, spoke with his daughter, very nice lady. <laughs> He's got multiple daughters. Probably Lisa. I have no, I no idea. I'm not, dude, I don't run in your circles, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I don't go on private planes. I don't, I don't live the life you live. I'm just a schmo. Uh. <laughs> but you hung with Spence Eccles. He walked right by me. 
introduced yeah, himself. Uh, I was talking. I've heard you talking on the radio. I'm Spence, and I know who you are. Well, <laughs> Doctor Petron, I was talking to him. Do you know? You know PK, and then, so he sort of did it himself uh, yeah, with uh, the facilitator there. But yeah, the, the, the game speaks for itself. All the other stuff is just fun to be there, of course. And I knew you'd fans would respond. Uh, I saw some guy said, we'll be there in there. Uh, some some internet thing I saw. We'll be in the Rose Bowl in mass. And he spelled it I-N-M-A-S-S. <laughs> so let's hear it for the Catholics. <laughs> All right. <laughs> get, get the priest. Get the nuns. We'll be there get in to the mass. Rose Bowl. <laughs> Why wouldn't priests and nuns like the Rose Bowl? <laughs> And then I was, uh, you know, it was a long on-field ceremony, as it always is for the winners. And I'm standing by the South end zone, and all these youth fans are leaning over, and there's security right there. And all these people are yelling at me, carrying it on. They want me to flash to you. I said, okay, I'll do it, but you will not put it on social media. So I did it for him. Another guy he says, hey, could you say uh, hello to my son, and I'll video it? I think his name is Brian or something or Bob, I don't know, Brandon, whatever. And I said, hello, Brian, and I love you. <laughs> Everybody's in a good mood. Everything's funny, no matter how much the nonsense. <laughs> when you win, everything is awesome. And there's this, this little uh, security gal. She looked at me about 65, and she's looking at me like, I said, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm on the radio in Salt Lake. What can I tell you? <laughs> she's like, who are you and why is this a thing? Yeah. <laughs> they got dozens of them yelling at me, carrying on. It was just a grand night, man, and, and good for them. They earned it. Kyle's a hell of a coach. All you people who wanted him fired because you didn't think he could get you where you want to go. I know. They've gotten real quiet on social media the last few weeks. Yep. All right, it's into the uh, Rose Bowl now to face number six, Ohio that's ex- State. That's exactly what you wanted. You wanted the highest-ranked possible team to show how good you are. You didn't want Iowa. You wanted Ohio State, and you got them. Now you can really have this opportunity to go show them. 3 p.m. ESPN, New Year's Day. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah State. The Aggies threw it, they threw it some more, and they threw it some more after that. Logan Bonner, 318 yards passing, four touchdowns, and the Aggies blow out San Diego State 46-13 in the Mountain West Conference title game. They win in L.A., and that earns them, in two weeks, a trip back to L.A., Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, SoFi Stadium, where the Rams and Chargers play, and they will face Oregon State. December 18th, 5.30 on ABC. That'll be a doubleheader locally. BYU will play in the Independence Bowl at 1.30, and that'll be followed by that Utah State game. Win number 10 for the Aggies, the conference championship from a one-win season to a 10-win season. Turnarounds don't get much better than that, PK. Not at all, man. Complete and total dominance. You have to tip your hat, but I didn't think they could do it, and they did it. And you got to be excited for them to be able to do what they did. And, jeez, uh, you got to like their chance against Oregon State. Go go get that. Go get 11 friggin' wins, man. DJ and PK. Hashtag BYU. Cougars drop from 12 to 13 in the final college football playoff rankings. Cougars will take on UAB in the Independence Bowl a week from Saturday, 1.30 on ABC. UAB's 8-4, and four, played a couple teams that were ranked at the time. Lost to UTSA and lost to Georgia this year. So they get another crack at a ranked team in the Cougars. And BYU favored in that game. Want to take a shot at the spread in that one? 
UAB, that's a little tough. You haven't been following them. None of us have. Actually, I have uh, my sisters. Uh, they're not married, but they've been together for a long time, so we'll just leave it at that. Uh, his sister is on like the board that played a significant role in getting the football program restarted. Oh, really? She's a, a university employee at UAB. So I followed all through him, and he told me about all this stuff. Oh, but a lot right. of politics there in Alabama. Yeah, and then what a blow it was. And nobody wants to see any programs, men, woman, child, who cares what it is, athletically be dropped, no doubt about it. Uh, so, I mean, it's a come down, but uh, yeah. The good thing is, for, for and I, I would put the uh, point somewhere around eight, eight and a half. That's nine. what it is. Eight. Um, the good thing, you know, there's a there's an end on the horizon. If this was like year five, of a 12-year independent run, I could see where BYU fans would really, really be down because you didn't even get the best team out of the thing because their conference can decide the team must stay local and all that. I understand why they did what they did, and it's, what, five or six hours away from uh, UAB. Frisco. UTSA yeah. is going to uh, yeah. a game up in Frisco, which yeah. is a little north of Dallas. Right, and I meant for UAB. It's a yeah. geographically closer. So I get why they would do that. I don't know that I see much of a difference. and I, But I understand why BYU fans would be let down because you thought you had a shot. I didn't think you had a chance at the New Year's Day. Outside chance of the other one, but... Uh, that didn't happen either. So go win the game, whoever decides to play or not play, and and away you go. And the good thing is, you know, you got one more year of this, and then you can you can step up. All the uh, New Year's Six stuff that was all set up by the Power Fives to benefit the Power Five. So in a couple of years, when you're in the Power Fives, maybe it'll benefit you. Yeah. Right now, it obviously doesn't. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Playoffs are set. Alabama, after blowing out Georgia, is the number one seed, and they are going to play undefeated Cincinnati in the Cotton Bowl. Michigan and Georgia will meet in the Orange Bowl. And there you go. There's your New Year's Eve and New Year's Day semifinal games. But Alabama and Young sure looked awesome. Where was that? The week before, right? Or the month before. Certainly the week before. His arm looked like it was a cannon, and they were really good. Michigan did what they were supposed to do. They blew out Iowa, and Cincinnati did what they were supposed to do with a 15-point win over Houston. And with Oklahoma State getting beaten inches from the goal line, that pretty much set up the playoffs right there. Yeah, so, man, if you want to win your conference championship, let's see, Baylor and Utah, they got one thing in common. The Spring Game Boy. Have him be in your uh, program yeah. for a little bit. The Spring Game Boy leaves. They both win. Charlie Brewer is now relegated to be knowing the Spring Game Boy. That's in honor of our friend here. Who's I'm across was. The Spring Game Boy. <laughs> SGB. And I just thought of that right now, by the way. That's funny, though. <laughs> just before you make any proclamations, just check with me first. I will. I absolutely will. It's always my favorite thing to do. You can make them in soccer and basketball because you know more about that than I do. But over here, I tried to talk you off the ledge with Spring Game Boy. You want to listen? Oklahoma hired Clemson defensive coordinator Brent Venables to replace Lincoln Riley. He now you knew that was coming. The DC at OU. Because I went to the bathroom last week and I came back and I can always see your computer and you had his Wikipedia page up. 
Who is Brent Venables? Yeah, so you knew it was coming. Your sources. There were reports last week. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll wait for Mario Cristobal's decision later today. Let's see what what dominoes fall. When did we decide he was Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick, and Vince Lombardi, and Nick Saban? He was 4-3 last year. Now you're counting last year? You've been saying last year doesn't really count. It does for him. They played seven games. It's not four. It's not three. Seven games is, is a fair amount of games. He played at Miami in the late 80s, early 90s. I don't give 90s. a crap where he played. What makes him big deal that they got to give him all this money and all this drama? And then and the Oregon, you got to act like you got to have him? What the hell has he ever done? Won the league at four and three. <laughs> no, he didn't. He only got in because Washington had the COVID. Asterisk. <laughs> it's true. Second in the division. And you're Oregon. And and, and then you got to you got to get a transfer quarterback from Boston College who isn't any good. And you couldn't go with the other guy. My goodness, they were miserable. We'll find out who wins and or loses the Crystal Bowl sweepstakes. Later well, today, the loser allegedly. doesn't realize they're actually the winner because <laughs> they can save a whole hell of a lot of money. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. RSL loses in the Western Conference final. Timbers score in the first five minutes and then bank a second goal off the post off the keepers backing in and they get the win they will host the MLS Cup New York City FC coming out next weekend for RSL now waiting for the new owner and the new coach and what direction will they take going into next season it was a heck of a run but how many are you going to win on the road in a row they had won four in a row they would have had to win six in a row on the road to win it all and it finally yeah, comes to an end tough week for you Tough weekend. The Aztecs go down, and you flew up on your own to be a fan over there. And is not fly up on my own. Well, I know you had you had a pilot. <laughs> I understand that. And then I saw something. I was reading it. This is soccer for you. I think it. I don't know. Rusnak or somebody. Well, we got to decide soon because January will be here before you know it. Yeah, three freaking weeks. <laughs> That's when the contracts all end, December 31. The, the, the sport that never ends. It's like New York City. It never sleeps. February 27th <laughs> is the first game. Oh, jeez. Enjoy a couple of weeks. We'll see you back here on Tuesday. Ready, break. Family on three. <laughs> DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Buck O'Neill, champion of black ball players during a monumental eight-decade career on and off the field, joining Gil Hodges, Minnie Minoso, Tony Oliva, Jim Cat, and Bud Fowler. Being elected Cott. To the, Jim Cott, sorry. And being elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame on Sunday by a pair of veteran committees. Uh, of the two, of the six, excuse me, of the six will be enshrined only two, Tony Oliva, Jim Cott, both 83-year-olds are uh, still alive. So they will head into Cooperstown next. So Tony Oliva's going? Yes. Oh, sweet. Why is that sweet? Because my right across the street neighbor, his family is from Cuba, and he was from Cuba himself. Well, he was born in the U.S., but his parents were from Cuba. Spoke nothing but Spanish, and just absolutely, he loved Tony Oliva. 
Tony Oliva was, when I was like 10 years old, Tony Oliva was his guy because he was from Cuba and he was one of their own. I mean, the family literally, it was like the, 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 the Lucy show. The dad was in a band in New York. You know, we only live like 25 miles away. Wasn't the band leader, but they were from Cuba. Wasn't a perfect match. Yeah. Did Fred and Ethel live downstairs? How many similarities? Oh, they just that? had a house across the street. Fred and Ethel lived, uh, uh, I don't know where they lived, but they lived in New York, right? No, this, so, so he traveled in from Jersey, and I just, he, I knew all about Tony Oliva because he always used to tell me. And you know what was baffling to me? They had a dog, but the dog only, and I couldn't grasp this, the dog only responded in Spanish. So, <laughs> yeah, they, the dog spoke Spanish, and that blew your mind. It did as a kid. Yeah, I'm 10 years old. And wow, the dog speaks Spanish. Yeah, you know, if you told him to sit, whatever, blah blah blah, all the commands you would give a dog were in Spanish. The mom didn't speak a word of English. When I would go over, and his, the boy's name was Nelson, and 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 if he was sleeping, she would just put her hands together like she was praying and put it on her cheek. Just to let you know what was going on. Yeah, and I say, come on, dorme, dorme, dorme. I get it. I speak Spanish. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, so he loved Tony Oliva, and Tony Oliva's always stuck with me all these years. What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801 295 1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. We're joined now by Rod Rex, Lendright Mortgage. And Rod, everything changes all the time. There's new limits for 2022 for loans. Tell us all about them. Yeah, the new 2022 loan limits were announced just last week. And the good news is they went up by almost $100,000. So you can get a conforming loan limit up to $647,200. And most lenders, you can't get that until January 1. But with LendRight Mortgage, we can actually lock and close on those loans here in the month of December. So if you're looking to buy or refinance, you can do it with a conventional loan instead of having to get a jumbo loan at that higher interest rate. So definitely now is the time to act. You can still get a rate in the twos on the 16 to 30 year terms. And you can still get a rate in the ones on the eight to 15 year terms. So call us this week and we can actually close on those new limits here in the month of December. So you've got, uh, for people who are looking to remodel, consolidate debt, uh, take money out and invest it, whatever they're looking to do, now's the time to do it? Yeah, this is absolutely the perfect time to do it because the Federal Reserve has announced they're going to taper their stimulus in the economy, and that's going to push those mortgage interest rates up in the coming year. So right now, with those rates being still so low, you want to tap into that equity now so you can get access to that money at a much lower interest rate than they're predicted to be in 2022. So yeah, if you're going to refinance, remodel, uh, get some cash out to buy a car, do that home addition you've always wanted, now's the time to act because we can get you that low rate at the higher loan limits. Everybody's situation can be a little different. If people have questions about uh, their particular plans, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, best thing to do is uh, call our team at 801 Approve, or you can log on at lendrightmortgage.com. 
Call Rod and his team at 801-APPROVE or LendRightMortgage.com. Thanks, Rod. Thank you.